it. This episode of The Break Room is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch episodes of TV's top shows like Modern Family, The Office, and Family Guy, and our recent favorite, Hannibal, on your TV, game console, phone, and or tablet. Visit breakroom.tv slash Hulu to claim a special offer for Break Room listeners for just $7.99 per month. Can't go a week without it. <laughs> awesome. If you walk through the garden, stop it. You <laughs> no. Incidentally, I used your link yesterday to sign up for Hulu. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Javi. Will 20 laid off Blunt County educators Roku, stay so. laid off? The full story at 11. I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. Ancient gods, warlords, and kings. A land in turmoil cried out for a hero. She was the break room. A mighty princess forged in the heat of battle. I am a princess. <laughs> The passion. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the danger. Sorry, I had to take a picture of my penis. Her courage will change the world. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Let's get out. May 3rd is currently 16 degrees here in Dallas, Texas, and we're going to talk about summer music on episode 165 of The Break Room. It's not an over-exaggeration or anything at all. Why would I ever exaggerate? I've never done that. It is pretty chilly. It is. And rainy. In May. Moist, as we like to call it here in <clears> Texas. <throat> Did we? It's moist outside. A lot moist. of women hate that word. That's what I hear. I don't understand I don't it. it the moist so maker. Ridiculous. A lot of people hate that word. <clears throat> yeah, now. <clears throat> yeah, moist is moist is not a, a favorite word of the pipe list, so we're going to keep using it. But at any rate, <laughs> I'm Marcus. I'm Thomas. Dustin. Avi. Zed. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Finally. Finally. We have the whole team here. I know. Actually, let me so do my intro. Who's the heart, then? 
Wasn't uh, from Captain Planet? I think you're the heart. Really? I don't know. <laughs> oh, since you asked. We're going right into comic book stuff. If you have to bring it up. That's not a comic book, is or, it? Thomas is Water. Or a cart- That's uh, the only one I remember. I'm getting boxed out already. It's not comic book stuff. Well, I didn't. Another, that stuff you guys are into <laughs> that I don't know about. Weird animated stuff. <laughs> Weird kid stuff. They didn't have cartoons in my neighborhood. <laughs> All they had were stick figures. <laughs> I come from the rough streets of Saxony, Texas. So, guys, it's pretty been amazing. It's pretty known for its ghettos and hard knocks. <laughs> <Yes. lines. laughs> but um, so we got a lot of good stuff on the show today. At least I hope. We'll see. It always remains to be seen until the episode's over. But. Uh, in our second segment, we'll be talking to Zed and his summer music preview. Some hot tracks that you probably never heard of, or maybe maybe have. Well, I don't know. I don't know you. Never heard obscure. of. Not too obscure this time. No, this time. Well, I didn't know they were last time. <laughs> well, we're they were from they're not. They were from. I don't think they were too obscure. We're only podcasting in North Richland Hills, so what are the chances that they've heard these songs? Ah, oh, okay. That's the home a- of Purvis. <laughs> <laughs> His RV. <laughs> Uh, and then, the second home since he has an RV. He goes between yeah. there and Dallas. Amazing. And then the second segment, or sorry, the third segment, we're going to talk about uh, Rolling Stones' list of their, their new additions to their list of immortals, which are people they consider or musicians or bands that will be around uh, when we're elderly. And we'll, ah, we'll destroy that list. Uh, that's what we're apart. doing. I don't think I ever saw that, but I'm anxious to weigh in. Well, well you before, didn't see it beforehand? Mm-mm. Mm. Was I supposed to? That's okay. Get, I, I mean, oh, I think okay. it was. Sorry, so, it'll be more we, surprise. We Speaking surprised. of weigh-in, did you guys you guys still doing your thing? We are sort of, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. Dustin's just drinking tons of beer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I haven't weighed myself for like four weeks, so just give the same weight over and over again. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, before that, we uh, have a couple of voicemails. Here's our first one. Hey, break room. Just giving a quick call in. Thought I'd. Tell you a joke I heard. It's God's favorite joke. <laughs> he pretty much tells it after every communion. Which, let me tell you about that. Communions are weird up here. <laughs> you just basically walk up and just take a bite off. <laughs> really awkward. So, let's get to the joke. A leper walks into a bar. Oh my god. Asks the bartender if I could have a beer. I know it's I know it's hard to look at me with my condition, but I just like a beer. Bartender says, sure, no problem. Starts to get the guy a beer, walks over, drops the beer, starts throwing up. Chopper Dave loves this joke. It's amazing. And Lepper goes, oh, I didn't mean to cause you to get sick. I'll just leave. Barcher says, no, 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 it's not you. Let me, let me get, let me get you another beer. Goes to get the guy another beer, turns around. Looks at him again, drops the beer, and throws up again. The leper says, Okay, I'm just gonna go. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna mess anything up here. It's a long one. He goes, No, no, no. 
Not you. It's the blind guy behind you dipping his crackers in your back. Oh my gosh. Out. Go out. Death. High five. Ooh. <laughs> Slightly morbid. No. Well, he is in Get a little hell or heaven or whatever. He's Purgatory. So, anyways, we got two more. Two from Damon. <laughs> uh, this is Damon. Uh, so, the Mac Daddy uh, from Criss Cross is yes. dead. So, that's something fun. Um, he. So that was one. Here's the other. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? At what time of the morning did he That's say this? Because this had to be late at night. I don't know. Yeah. I'm guessing it was his morning poop. <laughs> hey, bitches, Damon, again. I just left another message that you may have played on the air, and I'm not sure if you will, but I'm taking a shit right now. I'm distracted by pushing out something, so I had to kind of pause for a moment. Uh, so the Mac Daddy from Crisscross Cross is dead. He had to jump jump his way up to heaven and uh let's hope so this is inspiring my question of the week for you guys i want you to be honest we're all about the same age <laughs> which of you actually wore your clothes backwards i will confess that on at least one occasion my clothes were backwards awesome. while I was in school. <laughs> and we there were probably jabos that i was wearing the shitty olive green pair because they were the cheapest ones you could buy. <laughs> awesome. Fuck. Wow. Greatness. I never wore anything backwards except my hat. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't like crisscross at the That's time. That's not true. You so. used to wear your Jinkos backwards all the time. I, as late as 1997. I, I, did. The guy I was going to say, I thought it was the early aughts, actually. Was it there? I didn't realize that. You lived in Abilene longer than early I did. Aughts? For what? For what? But he For was wearing his Jinkos backwards. Back in his Jinkos. I wait, wait, wait. never wore anything backwards. But you were wearing Jinkos? Yeah, I wore into Jinkos. Into the new century? Wow. No, not in 2000. It was about till probably a couple Ooh. years ago. Show yeah. me the photos <laughs> for that. Completely making stuff up. Show me the pictures from those years. You didn't like to take completely yeah. fabricating things. You, you also called yourself a vampire. It was a vampire. Amazing. Vampire many phases. I see. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you filed your teeth down and then... <laughs> God. Sprayed yourself with glitter and... <laughs> We can put the bloody, bloody the cocktail in. Vampires, yeah, yeah. Put your jinkos on backwards, and well, I know I never, I never wore my clothes backwards. I think I tried once. Like I looked, I like you know tried to see what it didn't feel right, and so I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be able to pull this." <laughs> I off. would imagine it didn't feel right. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I know so, why I'm confused by what so it didn't feel right. Maybe because Chris Ross when they wore it, it seemed just like it was natural yeah. for them. Yeah. Maybe the shirt. Maybe you didn't spend enough hours. But on like, how do you put a pants on backwards and and how do you make that work? I'll show you. Okay, take them off real quick. <laughs> no, not I know, on me. I know. There's kids that remember at, 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 at once again going back to sexy. I mean, it was rough here. Like Hudson Middle School. <laughs> Hudson Middle School. Yeah. After we after we, after, <laughs> we, after we went through the metal detectors, amazing. I remember seeing a number of kids. Um, wearing, uh, I remember, um, wearing. I was about to mention some names, but I shouldn't do that. You never know. Go ahead and throw down. Just no. throw out first. Well, I just, well, one, I was going to say the dude's dead, so I think I'd rather not. Oh, oh man, it was rough. Way to bring down the show. Uh, his yeah. name is Dan Hunter. No, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we, one guy just left that morbid thing about the leper and somebody. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, no, no. I'm going to take the Continue blame. Your story. No. <laughs> but no, I remember a few guys did did pull that off, and I was like, oh, I got to do it. Because I think if you'd have like the big like 
I don't know, it was that baseball shirt type thing, and then the big baggy pants. I mean, Jenkos, maybe, or something else. Exactly. Which, but that's why when you when you said you you did wore Jenkos, like I don't think a lot of <laughs> short guys did that because it's you because he just didn't look right. I don't think they mostly made them for like the taller kids. And yeah, you wore them baggy, but short kids didn't pull Jenkos off very well. And, and I'll be honest and you, say, <clears throat> I'll be honest and say they weren't Jenkos like. Yeah. Like Jabos, Jinkos were freaking expensive. They were yeah, like the knockoff kinds. They were like Francos or something. I don't know what they were. <laughs> Francos. <laughs> they were something. They're James Francos. <laughs> they were like they were like the unbelievably cheap, ver- like the thirty dollar version of Jinkos because Jinkos were expensive as yeah. shit. The Walmart Didn't they used to be like a hundred. Yeah, they were like, like seventy five hundred bucks. And like depending on how wide they were, yeah. they got more yeah. expensive. Well, think about how much denim went into those pants. I mean, they were paying a premium for that I mean, true. awesome fit of it was. True. 42 Such times the size denim. of your leg. But yeah, Jinko was like the brand, like the, the top dog brand for mm. the giant jeans. Whatever we're the same age. I mean, I was a Jabot. I think it was mostly Jabot. Yeah, Jabot's. but Jabot didn't have the... I'm talking about Jinko's for the baggy pants. Jinko's oh, was right, the top yeah. brand. <clears throat> I was going to say, David kind of stole my thunder, because I, I did try a pair of Jabot's on backwards once. My one pair of Jabot's that I, my parents got me over the years. Yeah, and it did not work out it's very funny. well. I, I tried it at home, and I was like, "This no." It's really awesome that he said up that across her ass cheeks, and I don't know. It's, <laughs> you, it's gonna be really awkward at the urinal. Yeah, just, yeah, you got to drop your I mean, pants. At yeah. The urinal? yeah, you're like a two year old at the urinal. <laughs> yeah, peeing for the first the time. Yeah. yeah, how far did you go? Were you supposed to put the underwear on backwards too? Does Jabot exist anymore? That's a good I question. I don't know what you guys are so crazy. About. You don't remember? You know what Jabot's younger? He's younger. That's yeah. I was gonna say to forgot he's twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just looks so no, good. I don't even years. know who Crisscross was. I really, Amazing. yeah, no. The, whenever I started seeing pictures of people wearing their clothes backwards, that was just because the guy died. So <laughs> you. You've never That's heard amazing. jump. Warm no. it up, Chris. Oh my god, no, oh, no. What? Get it going, DJ Mart. Yeah, do it. I'm trying. Edu- edu- the drummer, you're wicked. Exactly. Not, uh, whenever oh, he gets this going, it's not I'm amazing. sorry, I don't know gimmicky. Hip hop groups from the '90s. <laughs> nice. So that's sorry. pretty much true. That's about. Yeah, that's, this was, well, about this the, was the time when we were supposed to be into those kind of groups. It is funny that Damon mentioned this. They're like eleven. This was, was pre House of Pain. They stole that shit from us. <laughs> oh, fucking Irish. I'm surrounded by. That's a mad. Well, they sing. That's yeah, mad flow. They also had what? Uh, Missed the bus. That was their yeah. big hit. Missed the bus. Oh, I forgot about that one. I, yeah. My favorite was Warm It Up. We actually had like a little back and forth of their their songs today. Oh, Warm It Up. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Were you guys like rapping at each other in your cubes? No, it was uh, just. Passing back YouTube oh. links. Oh, okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, I mean, even having, having a rap battle. Had a rap up. Like my coworkers are like forty and up, like women. <laughs> but only amazing. To, only, the is like, oh, you heard Kristen. Only to the songs of uh, Crisscross. Of course, <laughs> all, all yeah, all three of their hits. <laughs> amazing. They like six albums and three hits. Yeah, uh, did yeah something like something that. Like yeah, that was a couple of smaller hits. I think that didn't quite leave the community. Also, uh, okay. But uh, so what happened to the other guy? This was Chris Kyle. What happened to the other guy? So Chris, Cry- the was, cross the, of Chris. was the darker one, right? For those that not sure, because it was a basically a light Chris skin, Hansen. a fair skinned <laughs> black kid, and a darker skinned black kid, kind of my shade. <clears throat> it was kind of a Z shade. <laughs> and then the, but I think the other one actually, the, as the picture I saw last night was it showed them kind of old. So Chris, the one that died, was bald. The other one was like 
kind of like a he was like a light he looked like a he was like a hipster she had like a vest on and a skinny tie wow. which kind of disappointed me but you it know. was on front ways too wasn't it <laughs> it was yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> i wonder how how long did I, they keep that that would have been awesome actually <laughs> got a tie so was his name his back. was his name uh, cross I, that's what i think i think both well was it I think Kyle, Chris, and Chris was, Kyle. Or? I don't know. We need to look that up because I don't know what the other ones. Cross Kyle. I thought they were Kyle, both, I thought both of their names were Chris, but uh, can't he? But I definitely don't think it was Cross. <laughs> yes, <Any>? McDonald. <laughs> but yes. Anyways, uh, to uh, I'll go ahead and well, I'm not going to pour any out, but I will take a sip. <laughs> pour some out into your a mouth. Moderate sip of this <laughs> delicious, this Thanks. delicious Miller Light that I'm drinking, and I have reasons why I can drink. I'm going to go into them. But I know that there's probably some craft beer people listening other yeah. than the people I'm surrounded by. <laughs> I have reasons why I consume this stuff. Well, yeah, Instead because of, so you want to blame top. somebody, blame God. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas has a cat you can pour it on if you'd like. It's so wide. Anyways, rest in peace, Chris Kelly. Chris Mac Daddy Kelly. That's right. And then we had a late breaking death just before the show. Yes! Javi yeah. knows this one. It was uh, Jeff Hanneman from Slayer. Yeah, that made me really sad. Which he died of uh, liver, liver failure, failure, right? Out of all the things. He was, <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine yeah. that. But he yeah. was, uh, what, in his mid-40s, I guess, something like that. I think that. he was 49? Yeah, he was okay. one of the younger ones, actually. Because I know Kerry King, uh, the other guitarist, he's like in his mid-50s to 60s. But I think, yeah, he was way younger. So Right. Yeah, pretty tragic. Well, I mean, Slayer, you want to no. give like a, like a little <clears throat> eulogy for him? Well, I mean, no, Slayer was one of those bands that, uh, you know, I used to be a big metalhead back in high school. Uh, Wearing your Jinkos. Jinkos, yeah. Black nail <laughs> polish, of course, mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot. And that sad demeanor that old goth Ain't metal no kids. Like, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, no, but Slayer. <laughs> Definitely made their yeah, no. mark on the industry. Yeah, exactly. No, they were one of the first metal bands that I listened to. I, While well, I still... Uh, don't listen to them nearly as much. I mean, they were they're really important to me, and uh, I mean, he was a great uh, rhythm guitarist. So, yeah, it's pretty tragic. He was the guy that wore the Raiders jersey all the time, right? Something like that. I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know. Is that a sports ball thing, right? Uh, yeah. It's well, a yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, no, don't ask me. I don't know. What would you say? He asked me this guy who always wears the Raiders jersey, and you said he just started laughing. Just laughed. Just yeah, because it's sports question. ball. Uh, like, what is sports ball? Amen, I think. Yeah. So your level of sports knowledge is that bad that the, when Raiders... It, like, I don't know what their logo like. looks like. I mean... Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, that, Look, hey, that's I why this, when, you, when you said Power Rangers, I was a little bit lost. I mean, I knew where they were, but so yeah. we all have our... Have have our strengths and weaknesses, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Except me. I know everything. So we together, you and I make one socially acceptable person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, we cover race-wise. I mean, yeah, you no, guys, for real. Dude, look out, Whitey's 2000... <laughs> what is it? 34 now, I heard? You guys going to be freaking taking over. And I think even though we're not as populating as much as... Are reproducing as much as you, your your team is. I know it's a I mean, Catholic I think we'll thing. Still, I mean, really, guys. Yeah, condoms. it is. It's all it about is. the condoms. <laughs> Which, condoms aren't fun. I know. I know. Anyway, I don't know. I'm team pull out, but <laughs> <laughs> amazing. You drop it. All right. Well. Yeah, so anyway, tragic. All right. Yes. See you go. <laughs> I'll take a. I'll take the please take the ass of the beer because yeah. I never listened to Slayer. I knew him, but I didn't really so quite know him. But I'll take a sip for Jeff Hanneman. So all right, good. which so is kind of ironic. Of beer. I wish that's I had all a beer. I have left. Oh, okay. Unless you want to go grab that other one I have in the fridge for me. I don't know exactly what you meant. Boy, mm-hmm. that. 
Well, what is the term for it? So now we need a country musician to die. And I feel like we've got everything. Well, George Curtis has died. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. There you go. But I mean, there was just like one day, like, what was it, that crisscross dude? He was yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... There's a famous Gregorian a... chanter died recently. <laughs> That's right. All the genres. Somebody kill Enya. What did she ever do to you? <laughs> she sailed away too many fucking times. <laughs> okay, well, on the uh, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about. We're going to take Zed's summer preview of uh, hopefully awesome music. After we do this line of coke. Huff this paint, and tastefully tough. We'll be right back to the break room. Go ahead and get naked, and call in the question of the week to 469-665-9827. Open the door, shut the screen. Open the door, shut the screen. Open the door, shut the screen. loser challenge here are the results for the end of week eight second verse same as the first mark of the hudson's is still in third place he lost one pound for a total loss of 0.36 percent dirty square dustin lost 0.4 pounds for a total loss of 0.17 pounds and Thomas the Tank remains in first place, despite gaining 1.5 pounds, for a total loss of 2.9%. Good job break room good time guys. Next week we'll see who wins week 9. Fat go fat, gasoline high fat. This week on the Hobo Shack. It's unreal. I can't believe the United States government was overthrown by two men. And what's even crazier, Ham, is that these new dictators have given the Hobo Shack the very first exclusive interview. I wonder who they are. Holy shit. That's the Separatist and Ralph Sudafed? Oh my god, this is awesome. I- I'm sure they'll hire us to be part of the government. Uh, Ralph, Sep. Yes, peasant you are a peon you were the ones that took the government over we are we we can help you what do you want us to do bow to us wait what sep come on bow to us okay okay what's your master plan the human race is a cancer we're the cure oh god what what's going on why are you doing this if you can't change the world you must disregard it wait Wait, who, who are these guys with the guns? Oh, God. The world 
is mine, uh. nigga, get back. Don't fuck with my stack. The gauge is whack. About to drop the bomb, I'm the motherfucking dime. Big fish in a small pond. This Sunday, May 5th, the Separatists and Ralph Sudafed join us as we forcibly take over the government and fix this shitty world. It's the unseen, pulling strings with my pinky ring. We got your woman, pucker up, but we fuck her up. Bow down before I make a phone call. Got 25 niggas running up on y'all. Go to theHoboShack.com and PopSyndicate.net for more information. And subscribe now on iTunes. Bow down. When I'm west with Bow down. Cause I ain't a hater like you. Bow down to a nigga that's greater than you. It's the hottest sports entertainment event of the summer. Summer Slam, live Monday night, August 26th, exclusively on pay-per-view. There'll be love in the air as the Mojo Man Randy Savage, pinned by passion for the lovely Miss Elizabeth, vows to love, honor, and cherish as they unite as men and wife in what is truly a match made in heaven. But then, nuptials turn to napalm in a match made in hell. As WWF champion Hulk Hogan and the ultimate warrior team up to face the desert heat of the Triangle of Terror, Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and Colonel Mustafa. Three men against two with special guest referee Sid Justice on hand to see that justice prevails. It'll be live Monday night, August 26th, exclusively on pay-per-view. It's a match made in heaven and a match made in hell. It's summer. Cue the drummer get wicked. We are back to the break room, the home of the sexiest DJs. So what do we call this segment, the segment, then? number one hit. I don't know yet. I think we haven't <laughs> ever fully, you know, come up with a name. Dustin had one. Yeah. What was it? What was it? The number one hit. <laughs> oh, that's it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is not I a I thought it was going to go no, somewhere gonna, else. Well, uh, the thing is, like, I'm going to, I guess, because I was thinking, I was thinking of, of having an intro mm-hmm. just for me whenever I, because I think, because like, I thought you all you guys had your own. Like, yeah, we do. Yeah, so Sorry. do that. So that's one thing. And then I guess I could come, kind of think of another thing for like an intro into music segments. So that's, that's on the to-do list. That works. Like my intro for this one is just, guess who's back in the motherfucking house with a black dick for your motherfucking mouth. That there will be in your intro now. There you go. Awesome. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> We're good to the. You will hear that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god, that's the worst drop. <laughs> Trust me, I heard that when I listened, and I was like, "But I'm drunk." <laughs> you guys are gonna have to lay it on me this week. a little bit. Well, we only have like uh, nine drops of you, so okay, we can so only play them so be many a times. lot more. Am I not? Do I not have drops? Not yet. I haven't cut that mm, last, yeah. last episode down yet. So there <laughs> were a couple in there. We want more. I was getting a little drops. jealous. I know I do. We but, need more um, Damon drops too. Yeah, we've got a lot of those. Well, I definitely want to say once again thank you guys, the Brick Room guys, for inviting me back in for Absolutely. this uh, second installment of the <laughs> yeah. That's Music Zoo or yeah, <laughs> Music Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like I said, we'll, we're currently. Um, I guess we'll be like, oh, it reminds me of that scene from, uh, what was it, 
This is my so-called life. You remember? I don't know. Anybody ever watched I that? I never watched no. that. No. Nope. Uh, so this fucking... We were watching cartoons. Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah, guys man, were watching Power, Power Rangers, Rangers watching and Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. And yeah. all I do that know that's where shit. Jared Leto got his start. Yes, at least Thomas knows. And but anyways, I don't, know. I don't know. I never watched the show. Well, they had it. They, well, he was Jared Leto was in a band, and they called they were called Frozen Embryos. And so one there was one uh, one episode where they're gonna have a they're gonna play at this little club. So the guy they go up there, and they the lead singer Tino, who was never seen but was always talked about, he <laughs> left the group. So because of that, they're like, well, we can't be called Frozen Embryos anymore. So I remember when they're about to perform. The guy goes, the, the guy hosting the thing was like, oh, welcome to come to the stage, Frozen Embryos. And then Jared Leto like, grabs him and like, no, we're between names right now. And then goes, guy goes, okay, come to the stage, between names. So that was the fun. Uh, awesome. So I'm between okay, names call, right now. Calling 30 Seconds to Mars or something on the show. It doesn't work <laughs> if you guys. Started. One fucking season you guys didn't watch? I mean, it was. No. <laughs> It's freaking it's on my AB, it We were ABC. watching Undeclared, man. It was it's it's Undeclared queue. wasn't on yet, I don't think. Well, that was 99. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was when, this how, was like mid-90s. Yeah, we All right, I was watching The it Adventures was, of Pete and Pete. You were probably watching Barney at that point. When was Freaks no, yeah. I wasn't. Do what? When was Freaks and Geeks on? Wasn't that around there? That, that was, was late 99. 99, yeah. Yes, I was like, I just graduated. And Undeclared was after that. This uh, one, I mean, it was Teen X. Claire Danes did an amazing job. I mean, you could kind of see the craziness then. Had she already developed her cry face? It was a little bit there. I mean, yeah. when Jared Leto's character would, because he was kind of a dick to her. He's like a tip. He was like, right. he could tell this chick's into me. So I'm going to, you know, when I'm into her, I'll, you know, I'll be nice. And then when I don't give a shit about her, I'm going to treat her like shit. I think she and really that's developed when she would, it and broke down Palace. Oh, I don't she think really I saw that. that. Yeah. She had a lot of cry face in that. I guess when some crazy, like, Thai people are after you, they'll oh, yeah. really bring out your crazy That'll bring out your, your cry face big time. Yeah. And also, I heard that she couldn't stand Kate Beckinsale. I thought she heard, said that Kate Beckinsale was like, the biggest bitch. Oh, really? And it made, the whole experience was awful for her. Really? I could see that. Yeah, just well, tragic. She she's did very... sleep with another dude while she was married to, an, you know, married, and then ended up divorcing him and marrying that guy. How so. do you? But that's Hollywood, man. I mean, yeah, but... Still means still bitch. shitty. Not <laughs> true. Doesn't make you less a bitch just because it's Hollywood. Was that his ejaculate? It's <laughs> <What? laughs> a weird question. I don't know what that has to Peanut do with Peanut gallery. Anything. All right. So, anyways. <laughs> so sad. Away from my so-called gallery. life. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Seth, my so-called life. What yes. should I listen to oh. in the next few months? <laughs> well, this one. So we're gonna start off with one. This is a personal favorite. I had to. Uh, mention this band because they haven't had an album out in a while but um we'll go ahead and we'll just play and i'm sure you guys have heard it because it's been there was like an ad for it and it was talked all over twitter and they released a single on itunes not too long ago and whatever so we'll just go ahead and play a little quick cut of daft punk's get lucky have y'all heard about this Is this what this band's like? 
Daft Punk has quite the diverse style. It's yeah. crazy. I've listened to a lot yeah. of their stuff. But they, everything... did, uh, they did Stronger with Kanye, right? No. Oh. no. Let me take this one, Hobby. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Let go me, ahead. Go let ahead. Let me take <laughs> this one. Okay. Before I get into this. Just tell me who it was. They, no, they, Is this a question? They did that comment? song on their second album. Just shut Discovery, up. Discovery. <laughs> and Kanye sampled it. And they were, and they kind of, it kind of brought them in, I guess, to like, okay. with, but, but, yeah, that, that, cause just Discovery way different. came out in, ugh, was it 04? 03? 03, I thought it was 03. Wait, yeah, earlier. Like that. Yeah, way before the right, Kanye. Right, 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 he was right. a true sample, but I, which is, it kind of weird to me that people kind of didn't know that. I mean, I thought they were kind of known enough for people to be like, oh yeah, he's, take, he's obviously taking a sample from that song, but I, obviously. I mean, I figured they did, but it just, that's. Yeah, it was not a collaboration at, by any means. It was just that, which, which is a badass song. But anyways, but uh, yeah, this is obviously this is um, Daft Punk's first studio album in uh, ooh, like eight years since they well, did, well did, did, unless did you, you count, count the Tron soundtrack, which I do not. <laughs> no, there I do yeah, not I, count that. Really? Why not? I mean, well, one, it's not a, it's not their album. I mean, there it was wasn't they had a concept to adapt to which which in their own album they wouldn't they wouldn't have to you know make it for a movie i mean the other was different i just don't and i admit i'd never i didn't listen to a whole lot of it really no that's an amazing I album was, i mean it's... i used to i like i like that one single derez which is very short but people hate on the movie and the i would say sucks. that it's pro- i love it shut up uh Trump? but it's yeah tron legacy I didn't think it was bad. Um, Anyways. But no, I thought the soundtrack was really well done. Now, mind you, it it was a little orchestral. uh, A little too much, maybe. Uh But still thought it was a real good album. Well, I would say, since I haven't really listened to it, I can't say a whole lot. But I don't count it as their... It's a studio album. It's not their studio album. It's not a Daft Punk album. You know, just like like, um, the soundtrack to There Will Be Blood is not a Johnny Greenwood album. You know? Okay, that I can agree. Is End of the Wild oh, an Eddie Vedder album? Huh? I said, is the soundtrack to End of the Wild an Eddie Vedder album? I mean, that's a, that's interesting Ooh, because yeah, it could have cut. That's, wow. See, now you're kind of getting into some gray areas. We, me like, me and, and Hobby like, were Olivia. jabbing back and forth. Dustin just clubbed me with a freaking <laughs> rabbit punch. Yeah, so is Oblivion say, M83? I, well, I would say. Well, I don't know. You're getting. I don't. I haven't. Oh yeah, I haven't listened, I haven't to, that listened one. to that one. But I would say for the for Into the Wild, given that it went from Eddie Vedder and then he went, he did that and then he went to that ukulele, which is pretty much kind of you yeah. know a progression of that whole Into the Wild, which I think is amazing. I would say that is pretty much yeah a, a, an Eddie Vedder album. I would agree. I think so, it is too. I was just wondering which way you were going which, on it. Which mm. yeah. So, but like I said, I haven't listened listen to enough of Tron to say if that yeah. sounds more like. Typical Daft Punk or not, but anyways, I like that I, I mean, but The this, point was, I said yeah. studio album. Yeah, <laughs> true, and that's what I that's what I mean. So yes, that the last true studio album was Human After All, which some people did not care for. Um, I thought it was decent, but not their best. But anyways, I'm look. I'm been looking forward to this. I think May twenty first is the official launch date for the album. The single that we just heard is already out on iTunes, or you can. Pirated as I'm sure Thomas already did, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and declare the <laughs> song of the summer. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's a perfect summer song. It's it's got a perfect vibe to it. I, I love that song a lot. And Marcus will never listen to it again. <laughs> Actually, I've already purchased it and I've listened to it several times. But, but doesn't just because you purchased it doesn't mean anything though. But I've listened to it several okay. times. Okay, 
But well, I maybe, said again from now. That doesn't that doesn't make his statement irrelevant. Yeah, everything he says is irrelevant. Oh, so. Ooh, wow! Nice. Scalding. <laughs> Why would you even Cut want him the on the bone. show then? Because I love him. <laughs> but you think it's like family? It's like family. It's irrelevant. It's like the drunk uncle you invite over. Exactly. That has no other family. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes exactly. my sister calls and I want to talk to her. I don't answer, but I still love. Her. <laughs> so I get it. But uh, one thing I want to for those people that aren't quite familiar with Daft Punk, this one thing I want to get out there. This is not an EDM band. I shouldn't have to say this, but I am. Because some people might think, oh, it's electronic. And it's oh, I thought you were talking about um, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> and what does the M stand for? <laughs> and masturbation. I don't oh, my God. That's <laughs> erectile erectile dysfunction. New thing in the streets. <laughs> that is a fucking... It's like a really fucked up oxymoron. <laughs> wow. It seems like a... Horrible callus that somebody's building. <laughs> we'll make this fucker work, damn it. A giant oblong scab. God. <laughs> oh, I see a documentary in the works. Mm. Beating the turtle head. <laughs> He's like mainlining Viagra. He's like melting oh it down. <laughs> what did it get you in your true form? Oh my god. <laughs> It's just sticking it right in his head. Oh <laughs> See? I'm sorry. This has gone derailed. way off track. Good God. Two balls. So, Daft Spunk. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> no, but okay. So, like, one thing, and I mean, right, Javi? I mean, not, not that I don't think most people that know Daft Punk would think they're EDM, but I think, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, no, people, not at all. I, given that yeah. they probably may have never heard them until this song, and mm-hmm. I think given with the craze of, you know, electronic music, which being, or EDM music being Skrillex and Dead Mouse and Avicii and whatnot, one might think, oh, this is maybe a new, you know, EDM band. So No, I, I would say that uh, if people go in, Listening to Daft Punk and expecting some sweet drops? No. Yeah, well, they're, was, they're, they're not gonna get. Them. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just warning. Yeah. I'm just for the yeah, new no, heads, for the non Daft, the people that think that Kanye brought them on the map. You know, Ugh, I know those people. Okay, I didn't uh, say that. For the love of Christ, it was heavily exactly implied, but okay. Uh, All right, but fuck, I don't know. God damn. Of course, it's fine. Hey, that guy. Jesus you're turning Christ. pink now. <laughs> We're just dropping some knowledge. Okay. But now, so we get. But anyways, but yes, bullied, the, if it. you want to be once again, we're, now this is this is to uh, bring back a topic that we enjoyed last time. Misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to the misogynistic part of the show. <laughs> I hate that. That's not. That's, that's what I'm bringing in. <laughs> There's another one. That's as as good the too. son of a single mother, I, that's no. Not, this is not <laughs> your pie. <laughs> I don't even know where that came. It's amazing. From. You get quite a chemical. <laughs> but I was going to say, but if you want to, but we're talking about, you know, um, what was it? Uh, music genres. So if you want to get specific with the genre of what Daft Punk is, it would be their house or French house is what you would call it. That's kind of where, I mean, it's electronic overall, but they were, they were house and French houses, which is uh, which what they kind of took their thing from was basically com- combining like traditional house music and then synth pop. That's pretty, really what they do. And the beautiful thing about this new album, this new album that they're coming out, which is called Random Access Memories, if you don't know, is their, their, I think their goal was to use more um, live instruments instead of just computers. Obviously, there's still going to be computers, but you could tell on that track, you had um, Pharrell Williams from NERD and, you know, known producer or hip-hop producer singing the vocals. You had Na Rogers from, from that disco band Chic, and he's also a producer, playing his typical, like, little, you know, cool guitar riff. And then actually on the, 
on the bass, actually, the, the thing like the two the, that fuck is two guys. It's Thomas Bangalter and Guy Manuel de Cristo. De, de, de Homem Cristo. Not real names. Which <laughs> they're really real. Well, the first one yeah, seems though. real enough. Yeah, the first one is. I don't know why the guy's like four. Like, yeah, it's well, I think it's Guy Manuel. I don't know. I don't quote oh, me on that. I think it's a bit crazy. Now. But anyways, but like, but, but Thomas plays the bass, and then Guy plays the drums, and so that's when you see the if you see that ad. You see, like, you know, they see them with their helmets on. I think, so I think, so basically I think Thomas is the silver helmet guy, and then the Guy is the gold helmet guy, if you want to know who they are. Do they go out in public but, without their helmets? I think, yeah, I think there's, I, there's pictures of them, you know, out or there. Or are I there? Think, I don't think it's much. I mean, they're not. Is it like Dead Mouse, where all he wears is the giant well, mouse head? Well, no, Dead Mouse, I've seen Dead Mouse, but he's not, they're not a secret of, like, Banksy. You know? okay. There's not like that one. Oh, I've been caught. You know, the gig is up, you know. <laughs> To be fair, I don't think, uh, you know, they would get arrested like Banksy would. Well, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just a thing, a little mystique, which I, you know, it's, I think it's kind of strange given that they're probably in their late 30s by now. But yeah, you know, it's, you can't, why change now, right? Right. But, um, but uh, yeah, I think that's, so I think they're incorporating a lot of different, uh, a lot, the Ivan Schmidt thing I think was going to be, be good, like a new, an interesting mix for them because obviously I don't think they've really done a whole lot of that in previous albums. I love the collaborations that they have going with this. We already mentioned Nah Rogers and Pharrell, but there's um, Giorgio Moroder, who uh, no idea, uh, who is the he, he, he did well. He's a producer, but he also did a lot of known scores. Like he did uh, Scarface soundtrack, okay, and all those typical. And like uh, I think maybe even the movie a little known. Well, well, not a little known, but a small movie, an '80s movie called Look, To Live and Die in L.A., which is a great. Are movie. you serious? Just- I am serious, Thomas the Tank. <laughs> and uh, so it has, it has a cool little beat to it. So I think, I've, I'm not sure what his role is. I know they said he was part of him, like he's doing kind of a monologue or something. So, but I'm, but I'm, I don't know, I assume they, they, they probably use some of his production skills to um, add to their album. And there's also Panda Bear from... Uh, Animal Collective. Animal Collective, yes. Yeah, yeah. And to uh, segue into our next song, the song also features this guy. He's a big bear. I want you guys to try to guess who this is, actually. No, I've already it sounds like it, out so. of the Drive soundtrack. <sighs> you know what I mean? Roy Orbison. Well, nice. I haven't seen it. Alright, Javi, you try to guess. I'll say I've come around on this band a lot. Like, when they first came out, I fucking hated them. But last couple albums have been kind of good. This one's a bit of a. This song is a bit of a departure. I'm gonna say, can you even can you can you tell what it is? I'm, I'm blanking out here. How would I figured that? It's the Strokes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, we'll be talking about them later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, um, Julian Ca- Julian Casablancas, lead singer of the Strokes, is on that Daft Punk album. But yeah, this one, um, this one is uh, quite. I think overall, I listened to like snippets of their album, which is called "Come Down Machine." It came out last. It came out in March, this past March. Hmm. And uh, basically, I think you can tell here that they're trying that Julian Casablancas is. Discovered a love for falsetto, which he's employing here Definitely <laughs> on, this, awesome. on this song. But yeah, this song's called "Partners in Crime." Uh, I think I wanted to like it, this. From what I can tell, this album has a mixture of kind of traditional strokes, where it's kind of hard post-punk type of rock, 
And then it's part of that. If you if you've ever heard of the Julian Casablancas' solo album, which is called Phrases for the Young, where he kind of it was a little bit more electronic and whatnot, more keyboards. I think it's kind of a mixture of that. Um, so the interesting thing about this album is basically, if, if you know anything about the Strokes, sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off as far as them getting along, which is weird because I think they pretty much all grew up together in New York. But, well, I guess... That's like pretty much the way this show works. <laughs> sure. That's, <laughs> but, yeah. That's but, not surprising at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I've never had a group of long-time friends. Well, we can fight if you'd like. Give me, give me, give me a sad draw. <laughs> if, if I had a sad trombone, I would, but I don't have one. Or the... Uh, you know what drop I definitely want is the... the... That one! There you go. <laughs> nice. <read> Perfect. <laughs> that is what I want. I need to get that from you. But anyways... <laughs> There was a lot uh, of just walk around. The streets of uh, Saxony back in the day. <laughs> Amazing. Just a lot of sad drama. Stepping some, step some shit. It's <laughs> either that or the, uh, the piano from Arrested Development. Yeah. You mean the Charlie, the, the, Charlie the Charlie Brown? Brown. Oh, yes. That's another one. Yeah, that's, that's, a good one. Be- that's so good. That's <laughs> I love the, the episode where they were like, they all of them look it up. Like, yes. George Michael, Joe, and. Tobias, but it, uh, anyways, the Strokes though they always seem to be one that I never really go out and buy any of their stuff. But if I have like Pandora or something going and they come in the mix, I always uh, like everything I hear. Yeah, you know it's it's one of those kind of bands. I, I don't know, I don't know why I've never gotten their stuff, but I mean I like this from hearing this so far. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, like I said, I think I've ne- normally it's pretty much always just kind of quick and fast, which I like. I mean they, the, the 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 dual guitar that thing they have. Is so. I mean, their precision is amazing. Unfortunately, I've never seen them live, and rumor has it they're not going to tour for this album, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. And I bet they're going to do like one summer festival, get paid like a million bucks, and just be like, "Fuck it." That's I mean, it. I don't, which you know. actually, what I speak actually speaking of live, actually, I did have the chance at South by Southwest in 2011. But it was like one of those things where like they were like the big free show, so they opened up a park, and I got in, and none of my other friends that came with me wanted to go so i was like sitting there i was like and they were gonna come on for like another two hours and i was like do i want to be here solo and i didn't and i left so that's my own fault yeah way to go but um (laughs) you don't want to have to wait to have to pee right there again so really (laughs) (laughs) this table is still stained with my urine (laughs) (laughs) but i think we're getting close to the zed urinates in his pants story No, that moment has passed. We are not <laughs> Too bad. bringing it back up again. But um, I think uh, their last album, which was Angles, which actually I thought was was very good. It was is more their usual style. But from what I heard was it was like Julian Casablancas, who's been known to be a bit of a control freak. Mm-hmm. He was like I think in L.A. The rest of the band was in New York, and they he was just like recording on his own, and then like emailing his notes and reverses to to the guys the producer so lovely the rumor was you know will they even make another album and uh and then the other rumor is now that they basically they were still contractually obligated to make one other album for rca so the question is will they was was this just to fulfill that obligation are they gonna re-sign with them are they gonna go to another band or another label just judging by that much drama around them it's, it's funny. Kind of well, 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 so actually, this one they did together. That's the okay. thing. So that's why you know it's kind of a lot of rumors out there. Just judging, judging by, by the, sorry, go ahead. I was probably about to say exactly what you were going no, to say. No, go ahead. Make the point. Judging by the, co- I'm secret. assuming that was the cover. Right. That's what you were going to say. Yes. 
Uh, the fact that RCA is by far the largest thing on the front cover yeah. is that kind of a sarcastic. I think it's an antagonistic thing. Yeah, I, I, I would think I so. Really it's kind like of that awesome. Cover. <laughs> I think it, or, yeah, it does look like just like old school kind of like a. I don't know, it reminds me of like the Maxell cassette tapes. Yeah, or something. yeah. yeah. It's exactly. kind of cool looking, but I think it's kind of knowing a dick move. that story. It kind of yeah. seems like it's kind of a slap in the face. I know, yeah, and I, I just read about that story today. So that <laughs> now that you mentioned that, that could be the case. That it's probably means like they're probably just ready to be away from the big label. And but I don't know with them. I mean, they, they're known to take a lot of long breaks between albums. And I know that you know Julian Casablancas. He did his solo. Well, actually, all of them have done solo albums except for I think like the the lead guitarist. <clears throat> So, uh, I mean, I, like I said, I've just kind of gotten into this album. There's, um, it's interesting. It's definitely different, and I like, you know, I like when a, when, a, when a band that's been around for a while continues to challenge themselves. And and I don't think they've ever been that type that was all like, oh, we got to sell, you know, X amount of copies. That just does sound so, a lot different than like, uh, is this it or something? I don't know. Yeah, so, even though I love, even though I love those, I mean, I, oh, I, I do too. I, I I don't know. I just I really connect with them. I think I think probably the time. When I was really slowly getting more into like that kind of rock, because they were like right around the uh, like early aughts, I think was part of that garage rock that revival. Got, yeah. So and I was you know like with them, it was like Franz Ferdinand and uh, uh, the Vines, uh, the, uh, the which, White Stripes, the yeah, 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 yes. So uh, so like, like that time I was like oh, I was digging these guys. So I think. The fact that they're still around because some of them are obviously the hives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, just came out with another album too, didn't they? That yeah. is an amazing album, Mosquito. I, I love that. Okay. I love it. I was actually, I thought I actually, I actually had a, a song on as kind of a backup that I might I thought about playing last time, but I didn't. Which was Sacrilege, which is the their new single, which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I, I oh god, I read about them performing at Coachella, and it's like Karen O. It's like I heard just on top of her game. She doesn't drink before shows anymore. Oh. So she's, she's got a lot more vigor. A little, little charming there. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, I was, as for the Strokes, I mean, like I said, as a fan, I hope they stick around. But I don't know. They might. I think they, it seems like they're, it, they might be the same uh, situation as Kings of Leon is now. Where you don't know what they're going to do because they're so, there's so much in-band fighting. So much in-fighting and... You know, and normally the lead singer is the mm. one that causes all the right. shit. Hmm. Yeah. I've been the hugest Kings of Leon fan, to be honest. Well, yeah, with them, I, is there I, such a thing know. as a big Kings of Leon? Fan? I'm a big, I'm a big pre you somebody Kings of Leon <laughs> fan. That's, I mean, that's when I started you hearing somebody. them, and I was like, okay. And that's, I mean, to not to go into big of a KOL rant, but Thanks. I mean, if you saw them, you know, pre. What was that uh, pre? You know the album with uh, on call and whatnot. All the albums they were like like a southern rock. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> good lord! In my opinion, <laughs> the sun is gonna surely. That is a big departure. Amazing. <laughs> yes. What is Maya Bialik up to? Actually, I think she's on a show. She's right on now. Kirby Enthusiasm and uh, Big she's Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, but um. Shit, you know, totally threw me off with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you ran about but, Kings of Leon, but we can move on. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't need to go into Kings of Leon rant. But anyways, I ho- I was trying to look up, I think, supposedly, did you, Javi, did you ever remember hearing about a Strokes documentary that was going to be coming out? I heard about, there was like one that really? came out a while ago that was uh-huh. like small, it was like just like home footage or something. 
And then there was and I saw a trailer and I thought it was like actually like gonna be something like legit. You know what? Now that you think that now that you mention it, I'm pretty sure there's something coming out. Pretty soon actually. Like it feels like it's like it's gonna be hitting the festival circuit soon. I'll have to look it up. I tried but to look a trailer it up. for one out there. Well, the only thing I saw was, like, was a guy sent. He was like, it looked like he was like a fan. It was like a fan video. Wow. Was it by some Alex? I don't know. Some guy with art. I, don't, I saw it today. I was like, oh, this isn't legit. Well, I don't know. It might it might be, but it didn't look like it was. Yeah. Because it didn't have like you know any studios or something mentioning it. So, anyways, who knows what the what's gonna come of the strokes? But anyways, the album is Come Down Machine. That song was Partners in Crime. It's I liked it. Yeah, it may be a jab at RCA, but that also looks like the old school RCA logo. Yeah, that yeah. making it look. I don't know. It's they, so it they could did be a good just job with it, even a if they lot were doing of different it. things. I like you know? my idea better. Yeah, and Walton's idea better. Right, we're right. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, we're gonna go into our third song, and uh, this is called. This got by a relatively new band called Savages, and this song is called Flying to Berlin. Let's take off. Led by Fred Savage. And Ben Savage. <laughs> and Savage Garden. <laughs> All the savages came together. <laughs> This is uh, Savages. They're uh, a, a, a British band. I had no idea. Fred Savage had such an amazing voice. Okay. Yes, that was uh, actually that was Ben Savage. Oh, was it? Was. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> can tell by the falsetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mr. Feeney oh. on drums. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> to pay God bass. <laughs> uh, let's. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you said that they were post-punk. I mean. First of all, how do you define post-punk? Because I think post-punk, I said, and I think... I said this, these guys were post-punk? That's what you did. That's what the Wikipedia says. Or was it... Are you sure? Okay. I have. I mean, I have it in my notes, but I didn't I didn't say it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck Look. are you doing? <laughs> Reading your mind. I okay, then fine. Either you and the Wikipedia say that they're post-punk. <laughs> but I want to say... But I want to know, like... Like, how? Like, what... what like I said, I think of post-punk as... Uh, at the drive-in, you know. Okay. I, I'm thinking this is more like that sort of uh, dark uh, new wave Joy Division well, yeah, type of thing. Like definitely it, Joy Division. It doesn't no. feel anything punkish. Well, know? I think well, one, one, one. Basically, it's weird because like, all the hoopla about this band, which is basically they haven't. I mean, I think they have like an EP out, and it's like this song and another song called Husbands. Husbands sounds more like a post-punk song, right? Right. This one does so much, but so I don't. I, mean, know, I don't know if the UK if they've heard more of their stuff mm-hmm. than we have. But I mean, I go to uh, Spotify, and this is all I have 
or these two songs, and I preferred this one over the other one. So, yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say no. This is actually a really good song. I mean, yeah. I like it. I just didn't. Uh, I couldn't see anything post punk about it. Yeah. Well, no. that, well, that's what, when you get into these genres. Yeah. No, I was gonna say it's l- like look <laughs> up their Wikipedia page, and it sounds like the most pretentious pitchfork music writing bullshit ever. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> awful, <laughs> but. You know, it's interesting that you said that this band, I mean, not to derail too much, but this band only had two songs on Spotify because, you know, one of the um, concerts I kind of wanted to go to coming up in uh, the Granada was Churches, that uh, some electronic uh, yeah, band. Yeah, mentioned them, or somebody mentioned them. Yeah. I just don't know them very Okay, well. you know what? I looked them up some more, and they only have an EP. And, it, and mm-hmm. out of that EP, there's six songs. Two of them are remixes. Well, and that's like that's what what's kind of like on? gets to me is like they're like I said like I, there was a quote in some London rag saying this is the best band in Britain, which I'm like I thought the Arctic Monkeys were considered the best band in Britain. Speaking of the Monkeys, I heard they're they're gonna tour. What? Yeah. Let's go. They mentioned it on uh, I think it was on the ticket. They said they're gonna they're go. Obviously, sends Davy Jones. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> Davy Jones. Davy Jones hologram. I think. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Preferably from the TV show, and all he does is play tambourine and look shit-faced. <laughs> but, uh, who, who's, who's, who's the guy of the monkeys that like is like an heir to like some thr- some like uh, Michael Nesmith, I think. His mom was the one that invented Whiteout, I think. Okay, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so and he's they had a- the big influence on the Beatles, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it all amazing. comes full circle. Yeah. God, that would be That's amazing it. if that were true. <laughs> but yeah, but as mentioning like as it, as I wrote down here, yes. Well, I do say they're considered post-punk. Obviously, you could. But I was definitely. I'd say I, for me, like I say, part of them from from little we have of their work is you know yeah. There's like I said, this song is very like it was a very Joy Division mm-hmm. I, that that jumped that at me. Join the Joy Division. You know, a little sushi and the banshees, but then also the other song, which is more punkish, is kind of hit me. I, I, obviously, I jumped for Wild Flag mainly because they're an all-girl punk band, and this is an all-girl post-punk or whatever. Oh wow, uh, Brit rock band, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call them. But uh, their uh, their album actually is coming out on next Tuesday, May seventh. So oh, it's wow. called Silence Yourself. So ho- I'm looking forward to that. I want to see what. They uh, have to offer because I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, most of these freaking yeah. critics they love to just jump on a band and just start salivating and sucking their well, in this case, not I guess licking their the, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> just laughing at their junk. Which I don't know, but I mean, from, from what I heard, it's it's cool, it's good. It's I like to anticipate stuff. Um, I mean, they, they like the the band. I think they formed in like late 2011. So they might like so. I'm guessing since they're London based, they probably have some more work over there that we haven't heard, but we don't have access to. Or I don't know, maybe I could find it, but I didn't feel like doing that much research. But uh, <laughs> they are supposed. They did play Coachella this past. Uh, of course they did. Of course they played Coachella. A newly formed band of you know yeah a, a band that harkens to an earlier time gets up to Coachella <laughs> really. Let's but see what, how, how many how many stereo gum think pieces have been written about them. <laughs> you know? I love think pieces. <laughs> that they are think pieces. They, these people all. get so deep into a lot of the music stuff, which is like yeah. I find it interesting. But um, do, you, do you remember gummy bears at all? I did not. Gummy I remember bears. going back to that. I didn't ever. I don't remember who Gummy Bear was. How is this a tribute to Matthew McConaughey's Reliant Energy commercials? <laughs> <laughs> to which I let her explain what the fuck. 
<laughs> Which, every time I hear those commercials now, I think <laughs> <laughs> he keeps doing them. Yeah, he does. Relying What's the latest energy. one? What's the latest one he's doing? Where I forgot what analogy he's making. Oh, all right, all right, all right. The little blue light on the thermostat or something. Yeah. Who knows with him? So ridiculous. <laughs> Why does he do that? That would have been. Doesn't make any sense. He does. He's a money whore. He must be. Is this a comment? Well, but at least, well, actually, his, his work last in this past few, year and a half has been pretty good. It's good work hitting. And uh, what's the movie? He's, he's, <clears> did we lost all that? What? No. See, I know you're gonna mud. jump Killer on that, Mr. Movie Guy. Mud. You need to wait till I mud. get my full shit out. Sorry. Wow. Before you get wait, wait till he gets his full shit out. The movie where he lost like a shitload of weight. The man who wasn't there. The machinist. No, I'm talking about Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> wrong, wrong. No, it was like something called Dallas. The like Dallas. Somebody get Google out. Bernie yeah, too. He lost like a shitload. Like Bernie like too. 40, 40, 45 pounds. They were showing him walking around. It was like some some. I think it's some. Is it the one? Is it, oh, it's the same one where he's got like uh, they they gave him a comb over essentially. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's coming I, out. Yeah. Called Dallas. No, I haven't, over. I haven't heard of that. Dallas one. Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Essentially the same. Thing. Ron Wood Woodruff. <laughs> So I guess I think he had like AIDS or something. He was I good. I don't want to assume also. that, but I think that's what too bad he, he wasn't Waterson. Hey, loosely based, loosely <laughs> based. Waterson twenty years Waterson? later. Yes. Oh yeah, it no. is AIDS. Loosely based <laughs> on the true life. Total tale. sense. Yes. He, he, that would have been awesome. He got crazy with pussy. No, 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 and no, no. He freaking <laughs> caught something. Have you seen Killer Joe? I have seen Killer Joe. Killer now awesome. that would make it even more amazing. Uh, you know, it's his twin uh, brother. Dazed and Confused sequel because <laughs> really be his more, tendency. By the way, how old is Juno Temple? Because I she's was suppo- like, okay, in the play she's supposed to be sixteen. In the, I think her character in the movie is like seventeen, eighteen, something like that. I was, I mean, I'm sure it was above board, but I was like, she looks pretty fucking young. Yeah. And the scenes that they're having, like yeah. she's born in '89, so you get quite a camel toe shot. <laughs> Actually, I think, you, I think you got full beef in Killer Joe with her. It's amazing yeah. what you listen to when you're looking at amazing cleavage. Big boobs. Bastard. <laughs> but uh, right. to wrap it up on Savages, uh, yeah, they I, like said uh, it's kind of early to tell on what they're you know what they're truly about. I'm not going to start you know blowing them up over two songs, but they are good, and they didn't actually did just get signed to Matador Records. <laughs> So that's a very good indie label. Mm-hmm. So like you can get signed to matter or that means that they've you know, you're you're about something. So I'll tell you what, um we've got uh, what, four or five more. Let's no. take a break and let's come back and do the other half. Is that our That'll work. Alright, sure. let's do that. You're listening to the break room. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. birthday rolling stone this year is rolling stone's 20th birthday and every issue is a celebration happy 20th birthday happy 20th birthday the news the interviews the latest word and greatest pictures on everything and everyone happening in movies tv and especially rock and roll happy 20th happy 20th birthday rolling stone and hey 
Subscribe now. Get one year, 26 issues for just $17.95. Call 1-800-228-6600. And as a free gift, the 20th anniversary edition of Classic Portraits, the most memorable Rolling Stone covers ever, plus the very first issue of Rolling Stone, absolutely free. Happy birthday, Rolling Stone. Don't miss the party. Get one year for just $17.95. Call 1-800-228-6600. 1-800-228-6600. Cinema has been around for over a hundred years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-minute movie podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. What's all the racket? You want some? Oh, Chuck! I was only kidding. Yeah. Gruesome, ain't it? <laughs> of course you know this means war. Hey, Jordan. And hey, hey, Jordan. What'd you expect? You want my fight? Nice shot. Nice shot. This floors them every time. Yoo-hoo! Nice choice. This could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That's all, folks. Well, that's my line. the break room <laughs> i'm not double dead take it away zed are you charles <laughs> all right so uh next song is actually javi will probably be glad that i mentioned this band because they will be all right at the homegrown fest in dallas texas uh next <laughs> which weekend, you are coming to which is i'm still on the fence uh, you really should i'm still on the fence <laughs> nobody tells zed what to do oh Jeez. but uh this is uh this is a kind of a, a super group so to speak but uh let's go ahead and and play Divine Fits, Would That Not Be Nice? So is, is this uh, relating all to the Beach Boys? Wouldn't that be nice? 
didn't even think about that. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I thought I was thinking. I thought it was a cover for a quick second there, but um, yeah. could be. I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say it is. I didn't think that hard on. Well, let's take it. Let's pause the show. Go back. Go think about it. Here we go. We go. Go back to the lab. But it could be. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, this is. Said Divine Fits. The song. The album is called A Thing Called the Divine Fits. And the supergroup part, which they guess they throw to any. They say anybody, anytime you have two guys or a few guys from different bands, you call it a supergroup. That guy? Yes, that guy. So this this is, I guess, an indie supergroup, if you want to call it. It's, um, well, there's Sam Brown, Alex Fischel, which I don't really know those guys. But the ones that may, would make it a supergroup is Dan Beckner. He's from Wolf Parade and Handsome Furs. Uh, deny Gridat. <laughs> so, so that's, uh, they're pretty... They're known in indie singing, but they're very well known in Canada. I know it one of them. It kind of does sound a little Wolf Parade-ish, actually. Yeah, okay. I, I actually think it sounds more like the singers. Well, as I say, it looks. Probably, yeah. I would say it leans more towards yeah, Britt Daniel, which is from yeah. who's from Spoon. Right, but which I think because of the bass line, I think. Yeah, yeah the bass singing. line and the drum. I think just the bass yeah. line, the drums, the whole rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like Spoon. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's the distortion sound or something. I don't know what it is. Something yeah. sounds Wolf Parade-ish to me. And I haven't heard a lot of like my old my uh, one of our coworkers from Toronto. She always tried to like get me on Wolf Parade, and I would occasionally listen, but I don't know enough about yeah. them to. They're not a favorite of mine or anything, but they're not. They're okay. If I, I would remember, say, if I remember correctly, they're part of this whole like uh, kind of like a broken broken social scene. Kind of yeah. has like a billion other it little is, side projects. I think it's. Um, Wolf Parade Handsome Furs is another and then part of guys too. I think uh, Sunset Rubdown maybe. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a yeah it's a little it's another. I guess it's a Canadian. Thing. It, it's a collective. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. But it's also Wolf Parade was Oregon. Could be wrong on that, but I could have sworn they were from Oregon. But well, I know this Dan. I think the Dan guy is a Canadian guy. Is he? I okay. think. Ah, well, shit. I could be wrong. <laughs> ah, shit. But, I assumed well, because my friend was Canadian that I thought that she said they were, but yeah. I don't know. Don't quote me on I that. I mean, yeah. But I'll get I get bogged so, in I, that. But. Yeah, this is I like this. So yes, far. this is now. This is something I definitely want to listen to more of the album. Mm-hmm. So I've only I only knew this know this song. Or you and, can see uh, them live. But uh, this <laughs> guy. <laughs> well, yeah, if I'm gonna go to a festival, I think you need to be sold on more than just one band. They, oh, yeah. There's so many good ones in there. Right, you you name you name two. Well, you name you name right, one, well, which I knew about, and another one. Which I, I don't know who Quiet Company is. As, yes, oh, I, am, I am. Well, I do know we, a lot of music, but I don't know everybody. Well, you should just trust me on this one. Everybody that I've taken to a Quiet Company concert has come away, and they're like, "Dude, I need to get their CD." He's taken ones of people. Ones <laughs> of people. Shut up. <laughs> should, okay. should pull anyway, Javi entourage. <laughs> You're asked by people. You're correct. They are Canadian. Ah, yes. And they're, and they're over as of August uh, 2012. Ah, uh, yeah, I've heard it. So this guy's just uh, mooching the mooching off of the um, Wolf Parade name, isn't he? And Canadian. Well, I mean, he. I I'm, would, I would say he just. Had, I mean, I think he was a lead singer. I mean, both. I think the the word on the street is they were. Uh, I guess Spoon played with actually the Handsome Furs a couple of times, and that's where Britt and Dan met, and they formed a friendship and. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and a lot of critics said based on both of their, because they're both the songwriters for the respective bands, um, they kind of mesh really well. And so, and I think, which I def, I don't know, I don't really know about Dan's songwriting, but um, that's what's been they've talked about here. Is like it's a perfect synthesis of these yeah. two guys, which is interesting because I think if it's normally I think when you have like a super group, you don't hear, you know, it's not going to be two lead guys, right? Yeah. You know, well, did you ever listen to Monsters of Folk? Yeah, yeah, like well, that, that's that, that's that, one that, that, that is yeah, one, that, but that in in that. 
But I think they mixed sort it up of, a little bit more, right? See, but I, I it just really felt like there was no identity to that band. Like, I think there was so many strong personalities yeah. coming through that uh, it ended up actually creating a very bland end product. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't fully imb- in get yeah. myself deep into yeah, MLF. Man. I mean, I like Bright Eyes, obviously, like Jim James, who I'm not going to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm surprised. Figured. Well, it, it I don't was, seem really into him like you'd see him any time he came through. But. That was well. I mean, I ha- um, I mean, well, I like his band more than. Oh, okay. I haven't heard a lot of his solo stuff, but a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, but like I said, I'm going to see him later, so yeah. I didn't really jump yeah. on that. But um, anyways, uh, that that's uh, this was uh, this came out actually last year, August. So it's out there. I would check it out, especially if you're a spoon. Your spoon or handsome furs wolf parade fan. Let's go into our next, which is a little bit of a different. We're gonna take a little bit of a, gonna get a little bit chill wave-ish. A little get some mood music Aww, going. Go ahead, hit us, it. hit us with the uh, the next track, Marcus. Like with most chill wave songs, the lyrics are kind of like very faint and repetitive. They're whispered. Yeah. I mean, they're there. And I don't know if, I don't, this, well, to go back, this band is called Houses. The song is called Endless Spring. This is off of an album that recently came out called uh, A Quiet Darkness. I think it came out probably a couple weeks ago. And uh, the band, it's a two piece band, and it's actually a, a husband and wife team. Out of L.A., uh, Dexter Tortoriello and Megan Messina. So I just I think that's I thought it was, it was interesting because like, there's a number of it's a couple of indie like m- bands with couples and another uh, tennis. They're not on Wikipedia. Mates, my favorite. Mates of uh, Mates of Mates States. Of yeah. So I don't know. What, is Matt and Kim are they together? Or that's just too. I don't know. say Matt and Kim. They beat me. But <laughs> Matt and Kim. <laughs> it's the guy's voice. The yeah. rhythms are fine. The guy's voice. <laughs> Yeah, but Low is another one. I don't know if you guys okay, listen I've to heard them. of them, but I don't know. They are amazing. Well. Their album, uh, Come On, it's amazing. Like they've, they've, they've you also be- said Drive was amazing, so I don't know how to <laughs> judge oh, you. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, gotta, okay, so that, that one with Zed on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Look <laughs> at the big deal about Drive. But anyway, we won't divert again. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But um, but all right, I'll, I'll, we can, I'll take it, look into Low. Uh, but yeah, this album. Said it was it was an album made in inspired by Ben and Holmes along the highway sp- highway sparser sparser stretches and the highway being the, the highway ten in L A. So uh, I don't know which I, I guess like it's I guess it's different. I, like I said, I don't know if it's truly chill wave. It's definitely moody and different. It's pretty chill. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it's you it's know. so chill and, can, and cold. <laughs> Mark said it's very L City. And uh, <laughs> yeah. based upon the other samples <laughs> of this <laughs> and. Uh, and I guess the way this sounds, I guess the way that the sound they're going for kind of makes sense to kind of, they're kind of, you can get an idea of how, how, what they are as a band because they said they have a, they have a thing for recording in, in weird, unique venues. That's right. Because um, their first album was recorded in like a self-sustained farm in Hawaii. And this was recorded in a, in a number of places, um, one being Ghost Towns in Arizona 
and in an El Paso studio isolated on a pecan farm. So next one will be in the break room bathroom. <laughs> let's hope so. Let's get God. Let's get a hold of their, their PR people. That is a a highly sought after recording spot. <laughs> the acoustics are amazing. But um, one thing I, I moving east. This will be the next stop. One thing I did like is they do incorporate a lot of like uh, kind of ambient noise. Like when you're recording in like weird spaces, you know, you're gonna get a lot of weird no- sounds from wherever, and they kind of incorporate those. It reminded me of actually when uh. I went out about Fiona Apple's actually last album, The Idler Wheel. She took a lot of different songs. Like I think it was like one like a machine press and kids playing, and she just brought it in, and it made sense. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Mark, not a big yeah. fan. Jeez, it's ambient noise. It's the oh, oh, that's oh, that's what that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Assassinate Fiona Apple. Yeah, that's, that's yes, not it would be an assassination, noise. in my opinion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Actually, that's probably how Fiona Apple would start. I think it'd be because she didn't eat a lot, so it'd probably be very short, very, th- yeah. very Sorry, thumperish. The, the yeah, that's why Dustin has that as a picture. Right? Yeah, I never. You right, but all right. So, anyways, but but what? I, I was gonna say this, this is a pretty good pick, especially for the summer, because I don't know what it is. I hate to use the term chill wave, I but it. No, go ahead. Yeah, Obviously, anyway. we're not. We're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no, but either way, no, no, no. But, yeah, exactly. No, but it, it is actually. I like these types of songs for the summer because it just it feels like like they just feel like summer songs, yeah. like whatever they it's were talking about, the like season. the long uh, long stretches of road and everything like that. Like I could I could see what they were talking mm, about. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, tell us so, something no, called chill cool. music in the dead of winter, right? <laughs> <laughs> With that, we'll move on. That's amazing. That drop is amazing. Uh, All right, here's the next band. All that chili. <laughs> Go ahead and hit it. Okay. <laughs> wow, this is very 60s. Feels it so far. 60s psychedelia. Yeah. I also got a vibe of like a French, like a Serge Gainsbourg type shit. Another zooby zooby zoo. Zoo, Yeah, I was was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) Or I was like, oh, Skyfall. Yes, the the horse mouth chick from Mad Men. (laughs) Vocals. She does have horse mouth. But I'm sorry, I don't don't get, I don't buy her. If I was Draper, I'd have been like. Betty, just please drop a couple of pounds and I'll take you back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't dig Megan Drape. Sorry to get to He's down on the phone. Mad Men thing, but I don't, I don't see her attractive. I don't either. Anyways. This, Last episode was really good. But course, we wanted her. Yes. <laughs> this would actually, I want to I want to kind of let this play because there's multiple tempo changes in this song, which makes it pretty cool. This band called Foxygen. Here we go. Remix. Most pub that guy's ever got. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this band is called Foxygen, so it's basically ox- Foxy Oxygen. Fucked up I oxygen. I spelled it wrong in my notes, but yeah, it's Fox Oxygen with an F. And this song is called Shuggy. Is that uh, like a snuggy? I guess. I don't know. I don't Named know. after Shug Knight? They're from like a very liberal part of California, which actually, that didn't even make sense. A Shug Knight? 
<laughs> Why not? I shouldn't I think that's going to be talked about. I, was gonna, I, just, I just said they're from a very liberal part of California. <laughs> that's that's a, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Good thing you pointed that out. <laughs> so, but uh, this album is called We Are the 21st Century Ambassadors of Peace and Magic. You're a long way. I've been looking for that. That's the, like a Fiona uh, Apple album name. It's like a. Oh, I mean, the Either Will is Wise and the Driver is True, and Whippy Cords will serve you more than what words will ever be. Our Lady Peace is an album. The Ropes will ever be. With muddy shoes and a quarter or whatever. And actually, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't plan this, but once again, this is another two-piece. I think half the songs I've mentioned here... So you're a big two-piece guy. We're two-piece bathing. We're two-piece guys. Except for the Strokes and Divine Fits, these are all two-piece. Ironically, though, savages. he only likes one-piece bathing suits. <laughs> well, you know, touring yes. is getting very expensive out yeah. there. The less members that you can have... That's true. <laughs> actually, See, that might one, be a good point. Another tempo point. change. <laughs> Polyonic spree type uh, exactly. Band of what the hell is why they thinking? stick around in Dallas? <laughs> Who's like, who needs a commute? Like all that splitting. I know who it can't be. It cold? can't be all like everybody gets a nineteenth of whatever. Oh, no. I can't imagine. It. Tim is like, I'm getting fifty. Yeah, and you guys, you guys make the rest work. <laughs> but um, the one that's so this band's from Westlake, California, which to get topical. Uh, the the player uh, the NBA player that recently came out Jason Collins is from Westlake. Uh, yeah, that's right. Super topical. He went to uh, I think his school is called Harvard Westlake. And actually, who else might have gone to Harvard Westlake? We, I'm we might know say his twin brother, Jason. Well, well yeah, that's ah. oh, there, okay. there we go. Marcus is correct. You son of a that's an amazing <laughs> guess. <laughs> I thought I was gonna at least get a couple of <laughs> couple of guesses out of that. <laughs> Yes, Sorry, Jason. I didn't play Siegel. along. <laughs> My fault. Yes, Jason Siegel did go to that school as well. Mm-hmm. But um, as you can tell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cat. Do you have any cat noises? Meow meow. Uh, I like, I like I cat noises. I don't like. We well, have yeah, that that one fart Go. that sounds like a cat. Go. But, uh, <laughs> we have a fart that sounds like a cat. Those ones like meow, like meow. Dustin knows where it is. He's more of the <laughs> fart expert on the show. <laughs> That's what it says on his business card. <laughs> fart expert. Fart expert. I wear, pl- I wear it proudly. He's uh, able <laughs> to enter an interview well. <laughs> Did you say fart spurt? Yeah. That sounds like. I like. Uh, weird... don't, don't say what it sounds like. I was going to go make some diatribe of him in an interview like, for the sound, the fart sound mixing job. <laughs> I mean, I just first came to love farts back when I was a teenager. Right when I was 26, when we started the break room. <laughs> I was like, we need more farts. <laughs> Okay, you don't have to play all of them. Okay. I think it was that one that yeah, that's like it just crescendos. <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. I think I've made some of those. Is that is that was that uh, a live feed? Is that... Nah, I don't think. <laughs> who, who volunteered their their cavity for that one? <laughs> Thomas says <laughs> <laughs> he always volunteers his cavity. <laughs> Thurber Texas knows what's up. What Thurber Texas in the smokestack? Oh fuck just off! For the oh God. But, um, but as you can tell, yes, it's very yeah. 60s, psychedelic rock, you know, or, you know, maybe a la MGMT or the band I played last time, just Tame Impala. But they've uh, they've actually been around for a while, since like 05. They they just recently, though, got signed an indie label, Jag Jaguar, which is the label to like Bon Iver and Donut Dinosaur Jr. Actually, it's also a label to a band called Fuck, which anybody know who <laughs> Fuck is? No. I, I, was I, like, I, was just I know I've at, heard them. I've heard of Fucked Up, but I don't think I've heard fucked of Fucked Up fuck. is awesome. Which I, I knew awesome. how, I knew how he was gonna say that. You, what, you, I, you I, I, like, I can telegraph you now. I know. <laughs> That's why we're BFFs now. Exactly. Sorry, we're going to homegrown together. Yep. 
I know we are. Whoa. Zed did not commit. Let it be known. Mark this. Zed did not commit to going homegrown. I did commit to to asking Javi to go to the the um with full show, but he couldn't make it because he couldn't oh, me. It shouldn't be too hard to remove not that, that day. Statement. Like I'm just the... busting your balls. And then he jacked Ow. off on each other. But anyways, um, yeah, I like like I said that there's multiple um, so gently. multiple. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Song with Shuggy, it had multiple court, like tempo changes, which I enjoyed. This is their single off their album with the long title, so Foxygen, check them out. Now, <laughs> this is one little, little piece I don't know why I was doing. I probably was taking a shit, rubbing one out, but it came to me. <laughs> the theme of the show. came to me mid-ejaculate. Mid uh, <laughs> Wait, what the <laughs> It's not literal. But it came to me It came on me mid Your ejaculate? Or your thoughts? Yes, my thoughts. Good God. Well, your mind is suddenly clear when you clear the pipes. Exactly. Right. So, um, so there's, if you don't know, there's this website, and it's also an app, I believe, called Rap Genius. I did not know that. So the... Nope. What Rap Genius does is that you go you can go in there, you, lo- you go in, type in any rap song. Actually, I think it does other songs too, but it's mostly rap, obviously, given the title. But you can type in any rap song, and it will give you the lyrics, but it also will break it down to say what they mean. Because obviously, in most rap songs, they're using a lot of you know, street vernacular. <laughs> nice. Oh, From yes. the streets of Saxy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, back in my middle school days, I used to talk like a lot of these guys, man. Shoot. Amazing, but uh, but that's the that's the beautiful beauty, beauty of rap genius is that I want to be the sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so I, I, while the rap genius doesn't have commercials, I did kind of think of one. So I thought, so here's for so because basically what it is, like I said, it's basically allows like the layman or the person that doesn't understand a lot of the terms that rap the hip hop people are using. It can break it down for them and bring them into that world. It's actually it's kind of similar to what. Um, Exactly, similar to what what um, there was a book called Pimp back in the day, and, and there was uh, the, it was a black guy who was actually used to be a pimp, and he wrote a book, and his publisher was a, was a, a white Jewish guy, and he was like nobody understands these terms, so they put a glossary in the back to give it crossover appeal. So this is kind of helps, which I think hip hop doesn't really need help with crossover appeal because I think only like young white kids buy it anyways. Like people I've just heard steal it's it hard now. Out there for a pimp. But um, but anyways, here's the commercial I envisioned for Rap Genius. So. Uh, I envision a white father and son not communicating. Father frowns as he hears rap music blaring from his son's room. He pours three fingers of whiskey and ponders where he went wrong. Th- then a stone rapper comes in. I've, I'm picturing Red Man, probably, and maybe somebody newer. <laughs> Pops into the scene. He's, and he tells the dad. He's like, tells the dad about rap genius. And he's like, and talks to, and basically, you know, gives him a few lines of copy about how he can bring this can bring him and his son together. Then cue to you know. Cue to the father and son listening to a rap song, and the dad's like, oh, so that's what a ratchet is. And then they both laugh, and that's the beauty of it. So to kind of give an idea of what uh, <laughs> what a rap genius is, we're going to do – I brought a song, a rap song. It's called Show Out by Juicy J. What I would, that shit crack. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that. Was <laughs> but we're going to play – first, we're going to start off with the chorus – of this song called Show Out, and I'm going to give you kind of, so we'll do the chorus, and I'll give you kind of the Rap Genius's version of the chorus, All right. and then we'll do another part. So let's just hit the chorus of Show Out first. Turn up. Turn up. Mike Wilmer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Amen. Amen. Young I'm sorry, I might get a little bit extra black Big on Sean. this version. Tell me when to pause it. Ball shit, nigga. Let's get it. Every time I go out, you know I got show out. Every time I go out, you know I bring the dough out. So just to paint a picture, the way that Zed was dancing just now, he looked like every white guy in Uptown. <laughs> wow. Mostly, no, Homegrown mostly because canceled. <laughs> but, mind you, what I'm That's saying is cr- that most of them try to dance. Anybody that knows me knows I can dance my tail off, so we can... That that point holds no water. But, Maybe he just doesn't yeah. dance on a chair. Very well. I'm sitting in a fucking chair. It's like eighteen of us in this. He's got on his headphones table. on, sitting in a chair. Yeah, it's I'm reading no notes on my computer. <laughs> I'm carrying this fucking segment, Javi. Sorry. <laughs> 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 that Michael Jackson? Or I don't know. <laughs> Toys R Us. So my buddy. So, my my buddy. Commercial back in the 80s. Oh. So anyway, so the chorus. So the chorus goes. Every time I go out. You know I got to show out. So as the as the Anglo dad, what does that really mean? Well, Rap Genius tells you, basically, when these rappers are going out, they got to do it real big. They got to show the money, the cars, the jewels. So that's kind of, you know, sets the scene for, okay, okay, I'll get it. So they're showing out. So that's what they're doing. They're showing off. Okay, Does I Rap got Genius that. Genius speak in a really nerdy white voice? It just seems like it should. No, I, saw, I went black comedian on you guys. <laughs> it seems like, it seems like something like Will Smith's. White, like it should. They should have him playing the white guy doing the voice <laughs> on that. <laughs> well, son, yeah. sorry, awesome. it's a natural thing. I think it's in our DNA that we just do that shit. It's hard to, it's hard to, hard to shut off. Anyways, the next line is: Every time I go out, you know I bring the dough out. So that means when I'm coming out, we're showing money. We're fl- we're showing our bills. We're not, you know, we're not using uh, uh, cards. We're sh- we're showing some greenbacks. So this kind of lets the dad know, okay, this is how we, this is how these rappers roll, which is kind of pretty what you thought, anyways, I'm sure. But anyway, so here's here's this next line. Here's where we, I disagree with rap genius. The next line is, every time I go out, you know they bring the hoe out. Now, rap genius claims this line is says this is about going out with some hot arm candy, but I disagree. Uh, hmm. I think it means it means basically like. The line once again. When, when, when every time I go out, you know they bring they hoe out. Meaning that when I'm going out, I'm a superstar rapper. So when I'm going out, I think maybe the your say a typical classy, you know, well mannered woman who's not usually a hoe or how oh, tendencies. When she sees me, I'm not the average cat. I'm a star. I'm gonna make her bring the hoe out. So where she's probably a chick that you know she say she may give you a number if you meet her in a club. For you, you though, she's drink. dropping her panties. Uh, yes, exactly. I'm getting in. You're making her moist. Exactly, yeah, yes. That's what that line means to me. Right. But anyways. Instead of they, they're bringing their people to you. Yeah. Is that what Rap Genius says? Rap Genius says, no, it means, yeah, says, this means they're going out with girls on them. Right. Bringing their, oh, they, like, it says like they think they're bringing the hoes out. Okay. No. I see, what you, I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get so passionate about this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at the discussion, actually. <laughs> shit, but anyways, that shit crack. <laughs> Thank you, Kanye. By the way, how's Kim doing? <laughs> Still overrated? With her basketball booty. As they said today I think it's, on, uh... I think it's about four basketballs by now. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a medicine ball ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I think Kanye's enough. 
hardcore regret mode right now. <laughs> nevertheless, uh, so the last part we're going to go to is actually you want to fast forward. I didn't get the timing okay. on this, because it's, but we want to go to Young Jeezy's verse, because I think he's got, he's got some interesting things that I think would need some explaining. <clears throat> so let me... Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. Go to like two. What's, what's, the, what's the song link? Well, least I ain't broke. It's after this guy's verse. Okay. What is this? Paper like, oh, Who is this? This is Big Sean. Okay. I like him. Yeah. Kind of sounds like either Kendrick Lamar sounds like him or he sounds like Kendrick Lamar. Eh, I mean, they're both kind of like a little bit of a high pitched voice. Yeah. But they're only they're from the same areas. <laughs> All right, that's just how I move. Fast money, fast car. Ah, shit, I fucked up the lyrics. See, that shows I don't really listen to. I mean, I like this song, but I don't. I'm not a rap guy, as you can tell by the songs I just played. <laughs> that's what I appreciate about you. Ah, and just like that, we're back to being best. Yeah, hope grown. Watch out, Angela. Zed coming. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> no, I think no. This we're gonna get to the verse I wanted. Oh, I'm sorry, that I wasn't thought, it? Yeah. Okay, sorry, my like. So uh, we're getting to the Young Jeezy's verse. Come on, sing along. Y'all know it already. I just mentioned it. Oh yeah, totally. I got some bad bitches with me. Say they like Rihanna Love Whitney. She say I'm in the bottles. Do you? Yes, a little bit of. should get a disclaimer about the language that was being played here, but I figured out since I said it was a rap song, you should have kind of figured it out. We're explicit, it's okay. Motherfucker! It was like Cookie Monster? It was Mumra from Thundercats. Nice. In an off camera moment. Yeah. Give me Cookie Motherfucker! I said chocolate chip, bitch. But uh, uh, see, I'm already throwing the bitch out. See, just, that's the influence of this of this rap music. You just get so. Oh my god! Now we got mis- now. Here's the misogynistic part that, that Javi was talking about. <laughs> it just brings you out. It just brings it out of you. Mm. I tried to bury it before. I tucked it in before I walked. Tasteful. <laughs> Whoa! 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 Confessions. So he tucked it in, and then what? To dance in front of the mirror. Kind of lipstick did you put on? Okay, enough. That was amazing. Then goodbye horses kicked on, and he went into the restroom. Right? That's definitely going to come back again. Dance. I tucked it in before I came in. That'll come back too. Wow. Like, you have to steal the files right from this. But no, but sorry. So let's get to let's break down some of Young Jeezy's eloquent lyrics. Here. Break that shit down, player. So there's one part where he says, well, the first Quickly. part's pretty simple. I got some bad bitches with me, easy. But he says, but then he says, say they like Rihanna Love Whitney. That means 
some like some like Rihanna, but they Rihanna meaning she's because she's known to be a pothead, right? But then they love Whitney, who was a bit of a coke crackhead. Oh, I see, mm-hmm. just a bit. So boom. So you see how deep he's getting. Very uh, so F. Scott Fitzgerald deep. I have a question, and and maybe you might be able to enlighten me here. So you said that the last line of the chorus was supposed to mean that you know these big. Uh, Superstar rapper dudes make women act a little bit more responsible than they usually would. Make them moist. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway. So, and, you know, you were disagreeing with the rap genius uh, interpretation of it, but doesn't his first line say that he's got some bad bitches bitches with me? So wouldn't that That kind of mean? But that doesn't mean that he picked them, picked them, that isn't, like, he could have just gotten them when he went to the club and all of a sudden they're on him now. It doesn't mean he came with them. I mean, what's the timeline of this song? Like? Didn't that feature Oprah's vagina? I don't, I don't really know <laughs> what that is. Another chronology of this. I okay, okay. No, like, like, I, was, I was just I mean, curious. No, I was just curious though. Like seriously, I was. I mean, I get your point, to... but I still don't, because he's. Well, I don't want to go back to that. We got. We ain't got time for yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Let's. You know what? I got time for that. So exactly. More sweet brown. <laughs> sweet brown drop. Next line. Say how many. She say how many bottles do you want? I told her fifty. So I assume he's talking to the waitress. And then she say anything, yeah, bitch, a kidney. Therefore, he's meaning he's going to drink so much tonight. She said, you need anything? And he says, yeah, bitch, a kidney. I'm going to be drinking a lot tonight. <laughs> I see. So now is he bringing the bitches and he's got a bit of an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. Which is, hey, if you're going to roll, you're going to be a baller, man. You gotta... Does he have EDM, too? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we'll skip over to the another verse which says, 100 bitches with me look like I left the hoe house. Therefore, he looks like he's like a pimp who just went, you know, he just went into the hoe house, picked up a gang of hoes, and left. Beyonce's ugly. Whoa. <laughs> so out of context. Just really, you almost really threw me off. Speaking of the speak, I didn't say speaking of, Queen, speaking of Queen Bay, like. <laughs> I think so, but I didn't say that. All right. I thought that sounded like very It wasn't me. Very it tankish. Was Probably, yeah. Right. Which is funny because you don't even think that. That is true. I do not think that. I didn't think he did. I think he thinks that, but I don't. I would, that's what I'm ugly saying. is Beyonce's the wrong ugly. word. I don't right. think she's everything. Beyonce's ugly. Next line: hundred racks with me. Look like I left the blowhouse. Meaning he's got a hundred racks, like stacks of money. So it looks like he just left a crack house, or as right. some call it, a trap house. So see now that father, that 10, hypothetical father, is getting where his son is coming. Now obviously he knows. You know, we live in the suburbs. You know, I make 100k a year. You know, why even? It, but it's he guess. Oh, it's fantasy. I, my son's never going to be in this life. So it it seems like a cool little story. You know, and I guess he feels like you know it's kind of a cultural thing. Hey, you know, because they're probably taught culture, cult, uh, diversity, inclusion that week at work. So he's like, oh, you know, here's my son's. You know, doing happened. his part. <laughs> it just happened in my job. <laughs> yeah, no, my too. <laughs> Apparently, I'm very judgmental a bit against, uh, what is it, uh, older, older white people. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know. I guess How uh, like, could that have happened? <laughs> I don't know. I like white people. They're all cool. I, I thought that, don't you work with nothing but like older white people? For the most part. Or really lame, younger mm, people. Wow. Well, anyway. well, that's what you get for working in South Lake. Anyways, uh... <laughs> And then the last line is, Twitty Cracker Van, I bet they're going to follow. Meaning that every t- if you see a young Jeezy convoy of cars, which they're, you know, they're probably got Beamers and Bentleys, he's obviously going to the party, so you're going to follow point. him. So anyways, for you people out there who, you know, maybe you've got some friends or, you know, you fathers out there, even you mothers, 
got kids out there listening to rap music, go to Rap Genius. Check it out. Maybe you guys can bond over this. <laughs> exactly. <God>. Zed out. <laughs> Is this a comment? Actually, I heard a, one quick one. I heard a quick line. <laughs> They're talking about out, go, Ryan Seacrest and how he has weird sexual proclivities and he pays like his girlfriends off so they keep them shut because apparently he gave his last girlfriend they broke up with $3 million house. Jesus. And so they, people like were wondering like what would be his weirdness. And so one guy commented right before he, get, he enters, he says, Seacrest in. Hi, this is Glenn Morshower, and you're listening to The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. Glenn Morshower. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Super nice guy. Actually, just start playing, uh, what is it, Modern Battlefield 3 there, and he like busts in the scene, oh, oh, some so starts cool. talking, I was like, there he is. Alright, well, as you can tell, we didn't get to our Rolling Stone bit, so you're going to stay tuned for uh, episode 166, will be, which will be part two of this episode, plus our exclusive review of Iron Man. Uh, don't That's forget... Right. Uh, you can always call us, leave us a uh, question of the week, or just a regular old voicemail at 469-665-9827. Email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, at The Break Room, at The Mark, with a C, at The WS9775, at Naveed Central, at Zedbo334, at Javi Fuentes. Uh, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash breakroomshow, our MySpace page at myspace.com slash thebreakroom. <laughs> we do have our wiki going at thebreakroom.wikia.com. <laughs> And don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And please tell a friend if you know someone who doesn't listen. Uh, if you like the song at the end of the show, go to our music page, buy the song. Helps us pay for these servers. And uh, don't forget our sister shows, 15-Minute Movie Podcast and The Hobo Shack, all of which you can find at popsyndicate.net. And don't forget to help Traveling Bear and his uh, Indiegogo project out. It is uh, Roscoe the Flying Rhino. So you can find out Indiegogo.com or the link on our website and that wraps it up for us this week episode 166 next week part two of this episode with zed and javi this is phil jackson reporting live breakroom.org
Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room.